the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Sideline Sanity with me, Michelle Tafoya, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There has never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Go to LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. Coming up, TikTok. You've heard stuff like it's a national security threat. Is it? We're going to find out. For nearly three decades, she's reported the action from the sidelines. She started very young. She's covered the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and the college football and basketball national championships. And now, during these insane times in our world, Michelle Tafoya thinks we need a serious dose of sanity. This is Sideline Sanity with your host, one of the sanest people on planet Earth, Michelle Tafoya. So TikTok is like an app that is addictive (laughs) to kids, adults, a lot of different people. But it also, there's some stuff that we need to know about TikTok. And it's, you've heard it coming up. There was a big expose recently about the attachments between TikTok and the, the Chinese Communist Party and who better to talk to us about it uh, than Jimmy Quinn? He writes for National Review, and this is his beat. This is what he does. Jimmy, I appreciate you coming on. My kids are on TikTok almost all the time, and it, that bothers me. What we know is that TikTok can collect user data, right? But who has access to that user data? Michelle, thank you so much for having me. This is an incredibly important topic, and TikTok is it's a great product. It's it's something that everyone loves to use. It's super addictive, super entertaining, but there's a dark side to it. Um, and before getting into all of these nitpicky issues about data privacy uh, and other uh, sort of topics like that, what you need to know is that its parent company, which is called ByteDance, is based in China. It has extensively documented links to the Chinese Communist Party uh, we're, we're talking about uh, cooperation with uh, security officials there. Um, there was one report in 2019 uh, that indicated that uh, there's a Chinese police office in one bite dance facility in Beijing. Um, so even before this bombshell report, uh, which we can talk further about, um, that that report was pretty recent uh, over the past month, um, we, we, we need to talk about uh, just these uh, very uh, concerning ties between ByteDance and the CCP and how that may affect TikTok and uh, our national security and uh, the ability of uh, Americans to be secure on the Internet. Yeah, th- that's what's troubling about this. Well, we remember, I think it was, was it 2020 or was it earlier than that when uh, the, then President Trump tried to ban TikTok? And we heard a kerfuffle back then. And we knew it was national security related. What was what was he what was his administration trying to do? What did they know then? So the Trump administration back in 2020, as you said, uh, tried to ban TikTok. Uh, They were concerned that there could be 
data transfers uh, to the Chinese government and the ruling Chinese Communist Party. Um, basically, under uh, the, the laws set by the People's Republic of China, um, the government can request any uh, information uh, from its tech companies. They have to comply with uh, any and all uh, law enforcement uh, investigations and uh, intelligence efforts. Um, so, so that's enshrined in the law. Uh, and so keeping that in mind, the administration, the former administration, uh, basically tried to warn the American people. You had top officials go out. You had the president, the secretary of state, um, and all, all sorts of other people warn Americans about the threat posed by TikTok. Um, and the White House, the, uh, former President Trump, issued two executive orders to ban the app. Uh, unfortunately, there, there's some back and forth um, and those orders were held up in court. Uh, and, and by the time that uh, President Biden took office, uh, uh, the new administration decided to go in a different direction uh, and to abandon that effort um, and basically opt for a broader investigation that looks at data privacy uh, from uh, you know foreign companies uh, more generally. So, so they're still sort of working that out. But the upshot of that was that the Trump era effort to ban TikTok had uh, sort of been abandoned. Um, and, and so we're here today with this renewed controversy that started back in June. Right. So before we get into the new controversy, when, when people heard back then, oh, no, they're going to ban TikTok because they think the Chinese Communist Party has access to my information. What do I care? You know, here you're talking to 16 and 14 year olds and they're thinking, what do I care if the CCP has access to my information? How would you explain to the average person using TikTok what that could mean for the CCP to have access to facial recognition, to any of the, the, the data that is collected through TikTok of an average American? So TikTok's privacy policy was recently updated to include um, all, all sorts of, uh, you know, face prints, voice prints, biometric information. Uh, we're, we're talking about location data. Um and all, all sorts of other, uh, you know, very private information that is in the hands of, you know, this tech company. And you may say, well, you know, all sorts of tech companies collect uh, sort of invasive, uh, you know, uh, sets of data. Um, but the problem is this is a foreign authoritarian government uh, that has not hesitated to use every advantage it has to influence American politics, uh, business, our culture. Um, and so we're, we're talking about 14 to 16 year olds now. Um, but, uh, you know, many of these people could go on to become potential targets of, uh, you know, a, a foreign adversary government like China. Uh, if they, you know, uh, go work in law enforcement, if they work in government, if they uh, work, uh, you know, as executives at, at, at different companies, these are, uh, you know, just uh, this is information that can be co-opted by this uh, this government and used against people. Uh, that's the distinction. There is very important, as you said. This is an authoritarian regime in China with hostile geopolitical aims. And do you really want them to have your information now and ten years from now become some sort of a target? This is fascinating. When we come back again, talking with. Jimmy Quinn of National Review, who's done extensive reporting on TikTok. We're going to talk about this recent BuzzFeed piece that came out that kind of blew the lid off of some of these privacy concerns that we have about TikTok. That's coming right up. <laughs> 
The great Ronald Reagan, one of my favorite presidents, once said, all great change in America starts at the dinner table. And there's no company doing more to help you bring your family and friends to the table than Good Ranchers. Good Ranchers delivers a 100% American meat experience to your door. They guarantee you meat that is born, raised, and harvested here in the United States. So you know where it comes from, and you know who you are supporting. You're already buying meat, so why not buy in a way that strengthens the American farmer? Supporting American causes can feel great, and it can taste great, too, with Good Ranchers. Maybe it feels overwhelming trying to get everyone to the table and fix a great meal at the same time, but with Good Ranchers... It's really easy. It's just simple to to grab any of their packages of beef, chicken, or seafood right out of your freezer, salt, pepper, whatever you want to throw on there to season it, and cook it however you like, on the grill, in the oven. It always tastes great, and it tastes like I did more work than I actually did, which I love. It's not like one delivery is great, then the next one is meh. They're always consistently excellent, high quality. Good Ranchers is a company that supports American agriculture and business. They support us in what we do, so check them out. And make sure you use my code TAFOYA to get $30 off your order, plus get free express shipping. That's that's a good chunk of savings. You can make gatherings at the table common again with Good Ranchers. Take advantage of this offer before it's gone. Go to goodranchers.com slash Tafoya to start bringing people to the table, creating change in America and eating seriously delicious food from Good Ranchers. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All right, Jimmy. So this piece comes out in BuzzFeed of all places, what made it so explosive? What, what did they learn that we didn't know before? Sure. So this was a bombshell report on June 17th from BuzzFeed News. Um, it was an extensively uh, sourced expose uh, based on uh, internal TikTok corporate recordings of, of conversations, you know, uh, uh, but between, you know, TikTok uh, staffers and also uh, outside consultants that uh, they'd been working with um, that basically indicated engineers based in China um, at ByteDance uh, had access to U.S. user data. Um, and so that was sort of the smoking gun. For the first time, uh, you had uh, fairly conclusive evidence that uh, ByteDance uh was not appealing directly to U.S.-based TikTok uh, uh, employees to access uh, American's data. They just had the ability to go in and get it themselves. And of course, that raises security concerns, given ByteDance's uh, very close ties to the CCP. Um, if, 
if ByteDance wanted to comply with uh, some sort of investigation, um, it, it would be as simple as uh, just going into, uh, you know, TikTok's, uh, you know, information on Americans. Um, and so, so that sparked uh, a flurry of uh, action uh, from lawmakers and fr from other U.S. officials. So uh, we're, we're sort of in the second round of uh, this TikTok controversy now, the first being and uh, in 2020. Right. Okay. So that flurry of action that this has spurred, where do we stand? I realize this is all pretty recent, but it's also really alarming. So what what is the action that is trying to be taken to mitigate this? I mean, as you said, this parent company of TikTok is really enmeshed with the CCP and it basically has the key to the safe where all this data is collected, if you will. So what, what's being done? So members of Congress are investigating uh, a commissioner on uh, the Federal uh, Communications Commission is investigating. Uh, people are sending letters. They're demanding answers from the CEO of TikTok, uh, uh, Shu Chu, uh, who, who uh, took over, I think, within the past year. Um, and so I, by my count, I'd say we have at least five or so separate investigations that have been launched as a direct result of the, uh, of the recent BuzzFeed report. Um, it's, not, it, it's not only Democrats, it's not only Republicans. This is a bipartisan effort, and it's on both sides uh, of Congress. You have senators uh, and House lawmakers uh, who, who are all looking into this. Um, it, in fact, there was one more of these letters uh, uh, this morning uh, from uh, representatives Josh Gottheimer and Brian Fitzpatrick, uh, they basically demanded that TikTok uh, hand over uh, all sorts of information about its relationship with China. Um, but basically, uh, the TikTok CEO, Chu, uh, has responded to one of these letters so far, a letter led by Senator Marsha Blackburn and signed by uh, several of her Republican colleagues. Um, and in his response to the senators, uh, Chu admitted uh, that yes, ByteDance employees in China had access to U.S. user data, but they'd only done so by a rigorous and robust cybersecurity uh, protocol. Um, so, so they only did so, uh, you know, with um, the consent of uh, TikTok U.S., um, which of course yeah. <laughs> uh, many people are skeptical about. Uh, in addition, uh, uh, Senators Mark Warner, a Democrat, and Marco Rubio, a Republican. Uh, they wrote a letter together to the FTC chair, uh, Lena Khan, uh, and they urged her to uh, investigate TikTok for uh, deceptive practices uh, in, in terms of what it said about uh, you know, data privacy. But notably, they accused TikTok of misleading Congress, misleading their committee, the, the Senate Intelligence Committee. Um, and that's, that, that's no uh, small charge. It, it can't be brushed away. Uh, they also want a counterintelligence probe into TikTok. Um, so, so basically TikTok is in some pretty hot water right now. Um, and it's unclear, uh, what they're going to be able to do to uh, get Congress and the regulators off their backs. I wonder, I'm sitting here again, as an average Joe, I don't know a lot about tech and, and, but what I'm wondering is, is there a way to turn off the spigot somehow it, to put a temporary hold on, on this app, on on its use, uh, on anything, or is is the toothpaste out of the tube and we're kind of screwed in that regard? 
So I, I'd say that there are several options for policymakers, depending on who's willing to, uh, you know, use their sort of political capital um, uh, to advance U.S. national security interests. Um, so, so the FCC commissioner, uh, Brendan Carr, um, he wrote to Apple and Google asking them to take TikTok off of their app stores. Uh, right. So he sent that letter, I believe, last month. I, uh, to my knowledge, he hasn't received an answer yet. And uh, obviously, it would be quite newsworthy if Apple and Google did that, uh, that the app is still available. Um, so, so you've got that. You've also got these congressional investigations. But I, I think what would really make a difference um, is if more uh, uh, congressional committees held hearings and, uh, you know, if, if they brought TikTok executives before them and really grilled them about uh, uh, TikTok's ties to the Chinese Communist Party uh, and what ByteDance is up to. Um, we had one example of this last October uh, when Michael Beckerman, who is basically TikTok's chief lobbyist, he's a former congressional staffer, uh, he appeared before Congress. Um, and senator after senator pressed him on uh, uh, TikTok's ties to the Chinese Communist Party, as well as reports that one of ByteDance's other subsidiaries based in China um, had accepted uh, a CCP uh, official um, as a member of its corporate board, uh, thus opening the possibility that U.S. user uh, TikTok data could be uh, sent to that uh, ByteDance corporate affiliate. Um, and Beckerman basically would refuse to answer the question of whether uh, that data could be sent to the corporate affiliate with the, uh, with, with the Chinese uh, Communist Party board member. Um, so so we, we need more transparency. We, we need more oversight of this. And it, it seems like uh, a lot of these efforts are kind of, um, you know, reaching a fever pitch right now. Um, but uh, clearly, uh, you know, a lot of these lawmakers and officials would say more needs to be done. Yeah. Is this a concern only for the United States? Or if I'm a TikTok user in London or Argentina, is the same thing? Are other countries concerned about this as well? Yes, absolutely. Uh, there's a senator uh, in Australia uh, who also, after the BuzzFeed report, uh, sent his own letters demanding answers from TikTok. Um, the Australians have been very forward-leaning on this. They're, they're very concerned about uh, uh, CCP political uh, interference and political influence in their country, um, given the history of uh, what has gone on between uh, China and Australia in, in terms of those interference efforts in the recent past. Um, so so it, it's not just the Americans. It's, it's the Australians. It's um, the, the British. The British have also, you know, uh, held parliamentary hearings where they've had TikTok executives testify. Um, India actually uh, banned the app in 2020, uh, uh, along with uh, several other uh, potentially risky Chinese apps. Um, so they've done it. There, there's precedence for this. Yeah. Um, so so we'll, we'll just have to see uh, what uh, U.S. officials do um, if they do act decisively. When we come back uh, with Jimmy Quinn, we're talking about TikTok. He's with the National Review. This is his whole beat. Uh, we're going to talk about American lobbyists. Uh, people who are lobbying for TikTok and how much TikTok is spending on all this lobbying. That's next. For instance, November of last year, the stock market has plummeted, but gold has been on the rise. Gas prices are insane. The stock market is all over the place. Inflation is at its worst in 40 years. 
And now we have this war with Russia and Ukraine that is making things very chaotic. The markets don't like instability. But the good news is you have options. Gold prices are rising as investors turn to gold for protection. Gold provides a hedge against inflation and protects against a weakening dollar. Legacy Precious Metals is the only company I trust for investing in gold and silver. You need an investment that will protect your wealth and your retirement. Call Legacy Precious Metals today. You want to be proactive while there's still time, right? Remember 2008? Those who invested in gold saw huge gains while others lost their retirements. Legacy Precious Metals can answer all your questions and advise you on all your options for investing in gold and silver. You can speak to an IRA expert at Legacy Precious Metals at 866-528-1903, 866-528-1903, or download their free investor's guide at LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com. All right, Jimmy. Um lobbying. It's like, uh, it's a dirty business in my opinion, but there are people who get paid to go and just spend time, spend money and put pressure on Congress, on Washington, DC to do their bidding basically, or just to have influence on policymaking. Who is lobbying for TikTok? I mean, I, you you've mentioned i mean we've got americans lobbying on behalf of tiktok don't we absolutely we do and michelle keep in mind that uh tiktok you know its parent company ByteDance, has close ties to the ccp ByteDance has cooperated with the chinese communist party on its repression of uyghurs by by signing agreements with uh the, the xinjiang uh, security bureau uh, uh, to basically disseminate propaganda on efforts to put uh, ethnic minorities uh, in prison camps uh, in this far western region of China. Mm. Um, so keeping in mind ByteDance's complicity uh, in mass atrocities, keeping in mind its uh, well-documented ties to the CCP, which uh, you know numerous reporters at the Washington Post, uh, at, at think tanks like the Australian Strategic Policy Institute, um, have, have kind of documented, keep that in mind. Um, we have former congressional staffers for uh, leadership offices on both sides of the aisle uh, who joined uh, ByteDance's lobbying team in Washington. And we know this because by law, they have to register under the Lobbying Disclosure Act, um, which uh, basically requires them to release um, information on, on their activities, the, the, the issues that they're lobbying on, the, the bills that they're trying to influence, um, and the amount of money that these companies are spending. Um, so, so you have uh, several congressional staffers who once were representing the American people, um, and now they're working for a company uh, with ties to a genocidal uh, authoritarian uh, a foreign adversary of the United States. Um, and, and that's deeply concerning. This is a problem. This, this foreign lobbying is a problem that, uh, you know, many people are trying to grapple with in Washington, uh, not just, uh, you know, regarding the Chinese government, but, but other uh, authoritarian governments. But it's a particularly acute risk um, when you have people who are working for uh, companies that are strongly aligned with, uh, you know, what the CCP is doing. Holy smokes. I, I'm shaking my head over here because I, I, I feel like this problem is so big 
and of course, follow the money, right? I, I'm sure these lobbyists are very well paid. We know you just did some reporting this morning on how much TikTok spends in its lobbying efforts. What, what did you find? So uh, it's interesting that we're doing this podcast today uh, because yesterday was the deadline for uh, uh, companies to release their lobbying disclosures. So ByteDance reported that uh, from April 1st to June 30th of this year, which is the period that includes uh, the BuzzFeed article, which was released on June 17th, um, ByteDance spent $2.14 million on its direct lobbying efforts. So that, that's its in-house lobbying team. Uh, it's also uh, uh, contracted with uh, two, I believe, other lobbying firms that are doing similar work, um, but uh, I, I believe they were only paid uh, something in the tens of thousands of dollars each uh, this quarter. Um, but you can go online, you can, you, you can uh, look up the LDA disclosures for this year. Um, and you'll see that uh, these lobbyists are basically trying to influence legislation that would uh, ban TikTok from uh, federal government officials' uh, devices. Um, and, uh, you know, this is a particularly uh, aggressive lobbying effort. Um, and so, uh, you know, it, it should be a concern because that, 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 that indicates that this isn't only a data privacy issue. Um, this is a foreign malign influence issue when uh, a company, an entity so closely linked uh, to a foreign political party's efforts um, is uh, trying to influence congressional staff and congressional lawmakers. And they're very influential. Um, you have former staffers for uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Uh, you have a former staffer for uh, Kevin McCarthy as well. Um, this is, this is a major problem, uh, and both parties need to get together and address this. So are you telling me that TikTok is still allowed on the devices of federal employees? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, this is scary stuff. I'm so grateful that you're reporting on it, and you are bringing to light so many important issues here. And I think I'm going to go tell my kids to, that they got to take TikTok off of their devices. This is, <laughs> you know, I, so when you go into the TikTok, sort of the, you go into the app and there's settings, there's privacy settings. Is there a way to make your data secure or does that even matter? Because ultimately it's in the hands of TikTok, which is in the hands of ByteDance, which is in the hands of the Communist Party. So even if you want your data private, it, someone's got it somewhere. Exactly. There, I mean, there, there's really nothing you can do. <laughs> I, I'll, I tell you, I, I, I'm going to continue to press on these issues that involve the, the CCP because I don't know why we don't talk about this more loudly, more vociferously. I hope that we can trust that people in positions of power with the ability to do something are really looking to do something, but this lobbying effort is, it, it, that's really, it, it disgusts me that someone who once worked for the American people would go work for this company. It's, uh, I, I thank you for your reporting, Jimmy. It's, it's, it's really important stuff. And I, and I hope people pay attention. Thank you so much. We'll, we'll, we'll have you on again because this is too important to not follow up on. Thanks so much, Michelle. It was great to be on with you. 
Thank you for the info. This has been Sideline Sanity. I'm Michelle Tafoya. Be brave, do good, and get TikTok off of your phone. Well, we always appreciate it when Charles Thorngren can join the join the podcast and talk a little money and gold in particular with us. Gold and silver. And Charles, it's these are mad times. I mean, it's just really wacky. And anyone who's watching the stock market is probably asking themselves, what do I do? I don't, I don't know, you know, I'm not, I don't know how to ride this roller coaster with everyone. And so obviously you recommend investing in precious metals. What's the first step that someone should take in learning about what precious metals can do for them? You know, the first step, um, give us a call, right? We're going to show you what options there are available. Um, That's what Legacy is about, is showing you options and educating everyone. The important thing to know is that we don't invest in gold and silver because it's pretty or because it's, it's unique. Those things are true, but we do it because it has the history of being the true diversity for someone's portfolio. It's the insurance policy against everyone's retirement and their uh, their savings. So, so this is why we look at, at gold and silver specifically. It's the currency that was always meant to be, right? It's not a fiat currency. There's no um, inflationary effect on it. Gold and silver are going to be worth what they're worth. The thing that changes with everything is the amount of dollars it takes to buy that gold and silver and the amount of dollars you get for owning that gold and silver. That's the big key. And this is what people don't understand about it typically is that it is not the stock market and it is not the dollar. It's an investment that is counter to both of those. So it gives you true diversity and balance is what everyone's looking for right now. They just don't know it. As inflation gets higher, this is where gold and silver come in. Someone is saying, okay, I want to do this, but I want to choose one or the other. When right. they call you and ask you these questions, when would you recommend gold and when would you recommend silver? You know, that's a great question. And what a lot of people wind up doing is actually doing a little of both because that's possible, right? But it's going to depend on your specific investment parameters. And that's one of the things we're going to do that we're, we're different from your typical stockbroker because we're not going to say, this is what all my customers are doing. Because that's not what's important. What's important is what matters to you and your portfolio. When is your retirement coming up? What are you looking to accomplish, right? What are your risks? What are, what, are your, what are your safety features that you need? So there's a lot that goes into it. And what we do here is talk with you, right? Our, our big thing is to educate you so that you understand why you're doing it as well as in what form and fashion. Because that's important. It is important. And I think, too, that people probably think uh, I'm a small investor. This is not for me. I can't I can't afford to do this. I can't afford to do this at a level that will benefit me to them. You would say what? Um, I don't think you can afford not to. If you have money saved and you're not flush with cash, it's more important than ever for you to make sure that you put yourself in a protective situation. Right. You have less to lose. So you should not lose it. It's, it's really, you know, it's, it's not about how much money you have or don't have. It's about how much protection you need. And if you don't have a, a very large portfolio, then you probably need it more than the guy who does. 
because you can't afford that loss. And look at what the market's done over the course of the year. We are talking about a situation where the loss is extravagant and it's not done yet. This is why we look at uh, precious metals to counter that. And lastly, Charles, for those who fear that a recession may already be here or is coming, what do you tell them about how in a recession this investment helps out? Great question. A couple answers there. We are in a recession, um, but the reality is it's not going to get bad for a few more months. Then it's really going to be bad. What we see happen next year is going to be devastating. Just think 2007, 2008, right? The troubles with 2008 happened in 2007. It just took time for it to hit the market in a real sense. And this is what we see. You know, we have inflationary numbers that rival the 80s. Um, That's something that's going to be dramatic. So when we look at this, we say, why do we want to do it? And that's exactly why. It helps because it's not the dollar and it's not the stock market, right? This is the safe haven investment. And if you look at long-term wisdom, that's what metals do. They give you a place to store your wealth without the effects of inflation, right? Inflation is good for your metals. The stock market correcting is good for your metals. Uh, A weak economy is better for your metals. So that's what it's meant to do. And that's why it has its place in the economy. We're talking about a worst case scenario right now, but even under the best of terms, the government tells you two to 3% inflation is a good thing. And at two or 3%, it doesn't sound bad, right? But over the course of your retirement and your lifetime investing, if you go 40 years, you've lost over 120% of value of your dollar by not having metals. So even in the best of times, there should be some in your portfolio. And during the worst, you really want to make sure you get a hold of somebody who can explain why and show you what options you have. Yeah, that's why we love to recommend Legacy Precious Metals on our show, Sideline Sanity. So the website is LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com. You can also go to the website and find the phone number to call, learn a whole lot more. It's just worth asking some questions, right? A quick phone call and getting more information about everyone's specific situation. Absolutely. We're a no-pressure organization. Everyone who contacts us, they reach out to us. We share information. If it's right for you, great. If it's not, that's great too. Learning something never hurt anybody. No, that is true. (laughs) And we're glad we had you on to learn something from you today, Charles Thorngren. Again, it's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Please go check them out. Just ask some questions. Learn a little something. Thank you so much, Charles. My pleasure. Thank you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.